being a pharmacist is so much more than counseling and dispensing medications. It's about creating relationships with patients, with colleagues, with people that you have the impact, responsibility, and gift to improve their life, their health, and how they view themselves and their own self-care. And guys, if you make this a priority, you can be that inspiration to those people in your life. I see my victory so clear. I see my victory so clear. It's a day we break through. It's a day we break through. It's a day we break through. It's a day. What is up, Fit Farm fam? Welcome to the Fit Pharmacist Healthcare Podcast, where we empower you to make a breakthrough and dispense your full potential. My name is Dr. Adam Martin, and I'm your host for the podcast. I've been a practicing full-time community pharmacist since I graduated pharmacy school back in 2012. I'm also a professional speaker, author, and lover of living life to the fullest. The Fit Pharmacist community exists to serve you to dispense your full potential by learning from our world-class guests on how to practically apply simple solutions to not only elevate your pharmacy career, but nail your nutrition, master your mindset, and fit fitness into pharmacy through simple solutions to guide you to live a fulfilled life with passion and purpose. Thank you for being here. Now let's dive into this week's new episode. If you're trying to improve your health by increasing your physical activity, congratulations! Deciding to take action is the most important step and only you can make that decision. However, not so fast. Before you jump on the new year, new you bandwagon and get a fitness plan, there's a few things that you should watch out for to ensure your long-term success. Now, for myself, as a certified personal trainer and nutrition consultant, I always get to know my clients on a personal basis to understand what their goals are and what they've previously tried to reach them. In looking at their past, I started to notice five main traits that got in their way of their hard work. I want to share those with you right now as the new year approaches so that if you are seeking to take action to improve your health and physical fitness, you can be aware of them so that you can set yourself up for success that you desire and deserve. So let's dive into the five failures of fitness plans. The problem is when you try to overhaul your life all at once. The number one issue and reason why fitness plans fail is trying to do too much at once. This boils down to the concept of change, which a lot of people are scared of. The problem is not change. The problem is trying to change everything all at once. Instead of trying to overhaul your life in one sitting, focus on this one question. What are the small wins you can make right now? The reason this is essential to creating lasting change and adopting healthy habits that will stick is that not only for success, but for your own safety. If you try to overhaul everything at once, your body will not be able to adapt. Let me ask you this. Have you ever got this intense rush of motivation or know someone who did from not being active for a long period of time and you decide to go all in on your health? You hadn't been active in a while, but in that moment, you decided to take action. So you went on a super long run after not having run for months or years before, or 
having not been working out for a while, you go, hey, I'm in the gym. And you go for like a two-hour workout or go on a crazy spin class and you give it everything you have. Now, that in and of itself is great. However, if you have not been active for months or years before and you go all in right then, have you ever done this? If you have, you probably remember and it's not that great of a memory. The day or two after doing that, you were probably extremely sore, maybe so sore that you couldn't even move. That is not normal and it can actually cause safety concerns, injury, all kinds of issues that will set you back in the long term of things. So you have to give your body time to adapt. It's been used to not doing much, so flipping a 180 like right away on your physical body is not the most effective strategy or the safest course of action for long-term success. Use that surge of motivation instead of going all in with your physical activity. Use that surge of motivation to map out and commit to a plan of action. Again, we're looking for lasting change that will keep consistent throughout your fitness journey, not just a rush of a one or two day ham workout. Focus instead on sustainable change. Trying to do everything all at once will lead you to succeeding at nothing. Remember this old adage, a bird in the hand is worth two in the bush. If you try to overhaul everything, your body won't be able to adapt. When it comes to physical fitness, gradual changes are that that will empower you to make sustainable changes. You'll create a new set point, kind of like a thermostat, where it's your new standard. Uh, it'll be your new normal. Once you've established this and consistently committed to your new activity, you can raise that activity level up and up and up, just raising it slowly, gradually, one new notch at a time. Literally raising the bar, much like you do in the gym with a barbell. That's the first failure. The second failure is starting at the wrong place. You have to start with your starting point, where you are right now, not where someone else is, not where your roommate is, not where your significant other is, where you are with your physical fitness. We all have different starting points. Some are collegiate athletes, some have been active for a long time, whereas others the most workout that they get is walking to their mailbox or walking to class. And that's the only physical activity they have. So you have to be realistic in setting where your start point is, being honest with yourself, just taking a, a check stock of where you've been for the last few months with your own physical activity. Make sure that you start at the appropriate point. Again, looking back at the, the first point is you want to make sure you set yourself up for a gradual process. You can't know what that will look like until you have your starting point, and that's specific to the individual, which is why it's so important to hire a coach that takes the time, care, and interest to get to know you and your personal history to set that up appropriately. The third failure of fitness plans is not going after your own goals. And guys, I see this all the time, where people grab a fitness plan from one of their friends or they see it in a magazine or some blog somewhere. And that plan was probably crafted really well for that person because they have specific goals. And guys, this is one thing to keep in mind. Everybody has different goals. Everybody. My goals are totally different than my clients. And I never try to superimpose my goals onto theirs. My goals are very unusual uh, as I am as a person, 
um, with bodybuilding. Not one of my clients has an interest in going into bodybuilding, and I don't recommend that for many people because of the intensity that it requires. Most of my clients are people that want to increase their level of energy. They want to just feel better and have more strength. That might be through losing weight. Some people don't want to lose weight. They just want to get stronger. There's a lot of different goals when it comes to physical activity. And you have to make sure that the plan that you are about to follow is crafted specifically to what your goals are, not someone else's not your neighbors, not what you think other people want you to do or what they want you to look like, da-da-da-da-da, but what you want. Because guess who's going to have to sacrifice and put in the work and sweat like a pig? You. So you want to make sure that that is directing you towards a goal that you care about, not someone else. You have to have that strong why of what your purpose is for doing this fitness plan. So make sure that the goal, the reason, the why, that you're doing this is for you. It's okay to have this goal around you, around what you want. And that might be centered on other people. That might be centered on a bigger thing than yourself. But you have to identify that you are the one choosing what the goal is. The fourth failure of fitness is viewing fitness as a punishment. And how often do we fall into this trap? I mean, I have two over the years where uh, I might have, uh, well, we're just coming after Thanksgiving, and uh, I, I may or may not have indulged a little more than I planned on the pumpkin pie, the apple pie, the stuffing, the turkey, the sweet potatoes, uh, the second, third, maybe fourth serving huh, uh, of those things. And guys, this happens, right? But if we have that unhealthy relationship with fitness of, oh, I overate, so I have to suffer, I have to pay my dues and really explore this. You do not have to use fitness as a punishment for bad behavior or trying to right your wrongs. Fitness is not meant to be this sort of punishment that people put themselves through. Fitness is really enjoying and displaying the strength that your body can have. It's really used to empower your own health. It's supposed to be a good thing, not a punishment or some sort of shaming process. And unfortunately, a lot of times people do this whether it's consciously or subconsciously. So I just want to make sure that you're aware that if you view fitness this way, it ain't going to be fun. Why would you want to do something that you view as punishment on an ongoing basis? A lot of people, when they say exercise or cardio or working out, it's followed by a, or they say it with a degrading tone, like, I guess I got to work out or I'll try to get to the gym. You don't want that. If, the, if you're doing things you don't actually enjoy, we need to make a change. So that's what you really need to ask yourself. Because guys, real talk, fitness does not have to suck. You do not need to suffer in order to succeed. Yes, it's true that nothing grows from comfort zones, but why force yourself to engage in a physical activity that you loathe when there are so many options out there for you that you could be enjoying and making this an enjoyable process. You're bound to find at least one that you actually enjoy. 86% of people actually despise gyms. So don't limit yourself. If you hate the gym, don't go to the gym. Do some sort of other activity like outside or walking with friends or a group fitness class, cycle studios. There are boundless activities that you can do 
And I bet that if you explore, you can find one that you genuinely enjoy and can look forward to because this is meant to be a celebration of what your body can do, not a punishment or a feeling that you should have to do this in a way that makes you feel like you're suffering in order to get some sort of physical reward. Your own home can even be a fitness factory of success. You might want to do exercises in your home, in your basement, whatever you have to work with and actually enjoy, that's what you need to identify. And guys, the fifth and final failure of fitness plans is not being realistic. This kind of ties the last four together, but I want to really drive this home. Creating lasting change is all about sustainable habits. And again, we all have different starting places. We want to make sure that we're consistent with our goals, but we need to make sure that when we embark on this journey, and it is a process, a journey, you want to make sure that it's realistic to get started and something you can actually attain. And guys, I am speaking to the choir right here. Us pharmacists, us pharmacy students, we are short on time. We've got lots of roles and responsibilities professionally, not to mention personally with relationships and such. So you need to really take an honest assessment of yourself. If you're short on time and can barely give yourself five minutes to meditate, let alone get a workout in, do not set a target to work out for two hours every day. This will set you up for not just failure, but you'll feel overwhelmed, disappointed, and frustrated with yourself. And that's not what self-improvement is supposed to be. That's not what fitness is supposed to be. It's not the goal to feel that way. Setting a realistic goal that you can commit to and hit no matter what will give you a sense of accomplishment that will build your self-confidence and empower you to create momentum that will build you up not just physically, but mentally. And guys, as the body achieves, that is what the mind believes. This is the biggest gain that you can make on the swole train. So you got to really think about this. What can you realistically set your goal to be? so that it's slightly challenging, but still realistic. You don't want your goal to be get out of bed. Oh, ta-da, I'm fit. No, you want to be a little little bit challenging. Like maybe it is the gym. You want to go to the gym for 30 minutes, three times a week. And maybe that's a realistic starting point. Or maybe you're so strapped on time and have so much going on that 10 minutes is something right now that is literally a stretch. That might be a stretch for you, depending on what season of life you're in. So set your goal for going on a 10-minute walk three times a week. Or if you have multiple times throughout the day, maybe you're a mom having lots of busy schedules to manage, but you want to really make this a priority, you don't have to do an hour in one sitting. You can break that up into chunks. Research from the American College of Sports Medicine, of which I'm a certified personal trainer, found that doing 30 minutes of cardio is the same as doing three 10-minute chunks. So it's the same time, it's just broken up as long as they're in equivalence of at least 10 minutes to get that heart rate going. So think about how you can be realistic. Think about how you want to make your health a priority because guys, you guys know I'm all about the self-care. We all want to serve others and help them reach better states of health, but how do we expect to do that when we're not investing in, in ourselves? Be the change you wish to see in pharmacy lead by example, and realize that self-care is not selfish. It is worth it because it's all about you. You are the source of inspiration. You are the source of leadership. Being a pharmacist is so much more than counseling and dispensing medications. 
It's about creating relationships with patients, with colleagues, with people that you have the impact, responsibility, and gift to improve their life, their health, and how they view themselves and their own self-care. And guys, if you make this a priority, you can be that inspiration to those people in your life. That's my challenge for you guys. Don't wait until January 1st. We've still got like almost a whole month left in 2019. Start now because it will be a learning curve. Again, it's a process. The riches come from the journey that you go on. You want to set a target, a destination, but there's so much value in going through these things. So if you're looking to improve your physical fitness and looking for a plan, congratulations on that. That's amazing. You should be proud that you're ready to take action. But when you're looking for a trainer, when you're looking for a program, and this applies to nutrition programs as well, look at and ask these five questions because these are the five reasons that people will not follow through on their physical activity. Number one, they are trying to do too much at once. Number two, you're starting at the wrong place. Number three, you're not going after your own goals. Number four, you're viewing fitness as a punishment. And number five, you're not being realistic with your plan. Guys, I hope this helps. I really want to share my experiences with my own personal transformation with the clients that I've served since a clinician since 2013 and give what I've seen, what I've learned to help people in reaching their goals to you so that you can consider these when you're embarking on your own journey. Guys, Dr. Adam Martin with the Fit Pharmacist Healthcare Podcast. I hope this helps you in dispensing your full potential. Make sure that you subscribe to this channel. If you're listening on the podcast, if you're watching the video on YouTube, please subscribe to the channel. Share this because there are a lot of people, guys, that they only go try to make changes in January. You don't have to do that, but that's when most people try to make these changes. I want every single one of you to succeed, and these are the five most common barriers that get in people's way. So if we can bring an awareness to them and see how we can come up with the solutions that I went through in this segment, I hope it will empower people to bypass those and stay on path with their road to success. Thank you guys for listening. I really appreciate all of the shares, all of the comments, all of the support that you give this channel. It's for you, and I really hope that it helps you dispense your full potential. Thank you guys. God bless. Have an awesome end of your year. Let's make 2020 something worth seeing. Thank you so much for listening through to the end of that episode. I hope you're going to share this all across social media. Let people know that you're subscribed to the Fit Pharmacist Healthcare Podcast. Let me know. Post it. Tell me how it's impacted your pharmacy career and life. I would love to see your thoughts. I can't wait for this amazing and passionate community we're creating of leaders in healthcare. You're now a part of the movement, a part of the family. Thank you for being here. I can't wait to share the next episode with you.